Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360, and your host on today's episode. Now today, I'm joined by Jonathan Tomek, cybersecurity expert and former Marine, and we're going to be talking about preventative measures and being one step ahead of attackers. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank, thank you for uh, coming on today, John. Uh, could you just talk us through a little bit about you know who you are and what you're doing right now? I'm Jonathan Tomek. I'm the VP of Research and Development here at Digital Envoy, and my day-to-day is basically researching and finding out uh, methods of tracking malicious actors and figuring out how they're circumventing any types of uh, security tools that we have in place and just being able to provide context behind them so that we can discern the difference between the good and the bad. Nice one, nice one. Yeah, so obviously, Jonathan, you know, in terms of the current cybersecurity landscape, what are some of the trends that we've really been seeing in the last 12 months? So given that a lot of people are still working from home, the biggest upward trend that I've seen is that ransomware is becoming very prevalent. We have so many people, basically, not just people, but organizations getting compromised, and you'll be seeing it a lot more in the news because all of the issues that we've had at home, which is a big risk alone, it takes about 12 months for a lot of these organizations to be completely compromised, and ransomware is the king in this area right now. What, what specifically about ransomware is so worrying to a lot of companies right now, and what specifically is making it you know, pop, pop over the last year? So... At the very beginning, well, I'll say during the pandemic, rather, a lot of people were working from home, if not all people. And while people were working from home, everybody has their laptops, They their security guard is down, basically, because as you're at home, it's kind of a safe place and people kind of mix up safety along with privacy and security because it's your own home. People leave their laptops open, which is fine, Which, but the problem is they're also comfortable doing a lot of outside of work activities. So they'll get, let's just say somebody gets compromised and it could be anybody. That is a perfect pivot point for a lot of malicious actors to then get into organizations. And once that happens, it takes uh, those malicious actors a good amount of time to collect all the information that they want to in order to ransom it against the organization. Like you could be a multi-million dollar organization or a multi-billion dollar organization. It really doesn't matter. And uh, it just takes them that much time to collect source code or blackmail data, whatever it can be, pull it out of the system and then say, hey, we're about to ransom you. And then that's what's happening. It, it's it's basically a business model. It takes a long time. So that's why we're seeing a lot more of it recently, but it doesn't mean it's going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And obviously, you know, you've got quite a lot of experience in really dealing with uh, sort of like, you know, live ongoing incidents. Um, when it really comes to that incident handling, what are companies struggling with right now? Companies are struggling with, uh, and I'll say that it's it's a lot of the still work from home activities and it's the low hanging fruit. Those are the two biggest things. It's the users that they're still working from home, which is in an environment that a corporation can't monitor and control because there's it, it's the wild west, as we say over here. It's like we have no real security controls or policies because it's an environment where you have 
your employee at home and then as well as tons of other people such as family members or friends that can come onto your network that you can't control, that's a big problem. But also the extent of the employee being very comfortable and complacent when it comes to just any activity online, that these people are using the same passwords over and over again, as well as visiting sites that potentially could affect them that would then apply over to the business all on the same laptop. It's the mix of work and life that really is uh, one of the big risks that I see companies struggling with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and obviously, you know, you've you've led several technical cybercrime and espionage teams in bids to really, you know, prevent and deal with these kind of attacks. What's the biggest misconception about this line of work? People think that hackers or just really big espionage actors are, one, not targeting them, but two, also this James Bond activity, like they are people that why would they why would they go after me? Well, the funny thing about the security line of work is yes, it's not about you. But two, it's also all about you because people are pivot points and they'll target mass uh, groups of people regardless of who they are and then use them to pivot. It's kind of like why would somebody steal my car? Oh, well it's the perfect getaway vehicle and it's available right now. So that's kind of something that people don't really understand when it comes to just uh, the cyber risks that we have out there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, based on um, your response to the last few questions, uh, a lot of the challenges kind of coming up nowadays, is this a, you know, identity and access management issue or, you know, what, what things could we bring in to, to really like tackle some of the things that you've outlined today? I would love to say that it's it's an access control issue, but I would love to put a lot of onus on the individuals too, uh, as well, because as you heard me just mention, complacency is a major issue. And a lot of people are very comfortable online now and they go, oh, it's, this doesn't really matter, but we have our phones, which also tie to our laptops, which we also bring into the office and not everything has security policies in place that, uh, and people are very privacy conscious. So mixing everything together kind of creates this a wonderful level of security risk across the board. And the next part, and this is what I'm going to put on the security teams, is even if they have a security policy in place, it's the the fact that they go, well, there's only so much I can do. And they don't also go after all the lowest hanging fruit, which is, hey, let's do these protections and section off these areas. There's so many little things that can be done. And that's why I call and wrap it under complacency because they they kind of go, well, I'm not really a target. What are they going to do to us? Get out of that mindset and you will be definitely on the right path. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and just to kind of bring all of this together into my uh, final question, um, which is Jonathan, you know, when it comes to security for both businesses and consumers in 2023 and beyond, what would be your number one tip? Ooh, fantastic question. So context is king to a lot of these things. And with organizations, if they're trying to prevent a lot of the issues that we're seeing, additional data sources is going to help with determining what is what event is malicious or what is not. And whether it's an IP address that you might see coming from a specific country, it could be, uh, it could be good or it could be bad. But what if 
you have an employee that's somewhere remote, you want to kind of know the difference between, hey, what is coming from this act, like this point? If you see a million different failed login attempts, but they're all bouncing around from different places and you can't really block them with security tools, you kind of want to know about that so you can wrap your head around the event that's going on. Um, there could have been a data breach that you didn't know about, and the person that's attacking could be actually running a botnet from different IP addresses trying to log in. So any and all of this data can be contextualized so that the teams that are working on these things can have a better understanding of how to prevent the next attack or find out if you've been breached as fast as possible, because those two are the best things in order to prevent a major incident from happening or unfolding. Very, very well said today, Jonathan. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people go to learn more about you? So my company, uh, Digital Envoy, also has Digital Element as part of it, which does the basically geo-intelligence portion of the company. You can look up there at digitalenvoy.net or digitalelement.com, as well as I run a cybersecurity conference myself at thoughtcon.org, if you're interested in that kind of work. Um, those are two different spots. Yeah, very nice. Busy, uh, busy couple months for you then. Yeah, always busy. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you to everyone for uh, listening to this podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.